20%. What am I, Jeff Bezos? <laughs> yeah, we'll split it right down Speaking of which, 80-20. We are here at DC Prime, dcprimestakes.com. Our usual hangout for Steakhouse Confidential, star-studded, and absolutely five-star packed edition tonight, Gorgie. We got both Fred Smoot, backed by popular demand, and the reclusive Chris Cooley, who <laughs> never comes out of his house. Cooley, it's great to see you again, it's finally. great to be here, man. <laughs> great to be here. Get out of the house. <laughs> hey, this inspired me. The last one I did with you, because it's Steakhouse Confidential. Yes, sir. And I'm starting my own podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're stealing my idea? No, no, no. It had nothing to do with Steakhouse Confidential. <laughs> Whorehouse Confidential? <laughs> Boathouse? <laughs> Boathouse. Boathouse Confidential. No, it's called. Who's coming on that boat? Come on, you coming on that boat. It's more of the Alcohol Chronicles. Alcohol Chronicles. Oh, I like so we, we, we did. We tasted it. Who's we? So who do you, who'd you do this with? No, I'm, I'm, I was writing it down since I. I came so you want? So you want to start this? Yes. That'd be great. You yes. should do that. Yeah, I'm gonna do the Alcohol Chronicles. Nice. And you should get a you good can... producer to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> the right way. Someone Wait that someone goes through that and makes sure that, that nothing bad on the list. Make sure there's yeah, nothing bad have, on Yeah, you can have some. But that's the good thing about alcohol. It makes the truth come out. Truth serum. Yeah, everybody likes to talk longer when they got a cup in their hand, and that's what the bar is made on. That's what Cheers is made on. No, that's you're right. Conversation. Here's the only problem, Smoot, is that the truth is dangerous. Oh, and it, so when it the truth, feelings. it does. And when the truth gets drawn out of you with alcohol yeah. and then recorded and then disseminated via the interwebs, yeah. some people, Cooley, don't like that truth. <laughs> Not, it's something they just don't like. I'm not looking at you because of you. You can take anything, by the way. You are the most amazing guy from working with you about being able to look at something and be like, okay, fine. Yep, I want like, to the next. Never, I never saw this guy rattled. No, nah, he ever. Get rattled. That's not true. Well, I saw you once rattled at training camp about a whole different issue that I won't even bring up in podcast in Steakhouse Confidential. I don't even know what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You go. It involves a security camera. Oh. Look at the face. I'm waiting for the face. It was 100. percent It was 100 percent puzzlement there. What camera are you talking about? Wait a minute. Which I'll one is that? At some point. <laughs> yeah. You know, there, you know we, we, we kind of did that in the first three months that Zabe and I were together. Here, Zabe, drink this. What is it? I don't know. Just drink it and find out. <laughs> Best line he ever had was drink it and see what happens. See what happens. It, it was man. like this lemonade vodka down at the uh, Nats Park in that god awful swelteringly hot oh my container God. box that was our studio. It yeah. was miserable. Oh, I yeah, it was good times. No, um, my new favorite phrase, by the way, is did you guys see what Tom Herman said when Zach Smith threatened to out him about that time you were the masseuse? His response via text was, okay, cool, hook him. That's all he said. He's hey. like, he was on Twitter going, you liar. You know you were with that Asian masseuse. Uh, hey. I'm going to out you as a lion. I guys like that. Don't back. try to take the whole ship down because you <laughs> fail. Don't, don't, try to right. throw, don't try to throw, throw, exactly. throw me down. But, but Herman's response was great. He goes, okay, cool. Hook him. They now have T-shirts that say, okay, cool. Hook them. Hey, listen. I'm Cooley is the original, okay, cool. Hook him. Don't care. Never seen him rattled. That's what it nope. is. You know. I, everyone at this, maybe Fred doesn't know, but you know that's not true. I've seen you flustered. I've seen you angry. I've seen you frustrated, mostly at me, for my own little idiosyncrasies. 
No, but you don't. Like when I tell you to get the, the drinks away from my laptop at a remote. That's really him that gets frustrated. <laughs> if you put a drink next to any of his technology. No, he loses it. He has a panic attack. He go anal when you do that. Now, now, you know why? Because I take care of my electronics, unlike Chris, and I'm not an ex-NFL player with millions of dollars in the bank. These electronics cost me money. I, I understand, but come on, we're sitting here now and there's alcohol all around your electronics. You, you sure you're okay with this? You, you want a motion out of Christopher Cooley? Go play a round of golf with my man. No, yeah, no, no, no. There's true emotion on the golf course. That's competition. Yeah, no, no, he, no. He the compi the right, the competitive juices yeah. come out, but and you get a lot of emotion. Him, he'll, he'll sit there. Hey, I literally watched him and Coach Gruden have an awkward moment on TV, and he literally, I'm looking at his eye through the TV, <laughs> and he's not going emotionally down up. He's just like, yeah, whatever. Like, no. Most people would have responded like, Really had an outburst, didn't I? Just come cool collector. Coach, you, hot seat. Yeah. Did you see this year the, the hot seat thing? The hot seat. Who started putting Gruden on the hot seat? Was that you, Cooley? Because, like, every week it was like, okay, it was the hot a different seat. situation. Then and the then, haircut situation. It's the coaches show with Jay. It's recorded every Friday. Larry, Michael, and I do it with Jay. It's the Bob's Discount Furniture Challenge. I just think he, at one point, was the hot seat challenge? That's not. But it was Uncommon. early in the season. It, it, Who would be in the hot seat early we in the always, year? We've done it for the last five years. Oh, really? I think okay. I've always read it as the hot seat challenge. Right. So we started changing it to the medium seat challenge or the regular seat <laughs> challenge. or the Bob seat challenge. Jay's cold Jay, seat. It's hard to see Jay flustered. Jay no, is Jay's. very medium all the time. Right. He is, he, when he plays golf, he gets frustrated. You can see it when he he's on the field and he gets he's competitive in terms of what make what makes him upset or what makes him frustrated is his competitive juices. That's a lot like me. People really don't bother me that much. Jay called me a pussy this year when I didn't ask him about Reuben Foster. We were done with the weekly but coaches why he, interview. Why did he call you there for not asking the question? I don't know. He was just he wanted I think he wanted to assert his dominance over a peon radio guy. I gave him the courtesy smooth of not asking him that because yeah. everyone else asked saying, him. Like, yeah. And then afterwards he goes, huh, no Reuben Foster questions, huh, pussy. He liked you, though. Out on me. Called you out. <laughs> he called me out. I was like, I think the head coach just told like me pussy. What was your emotional, what was I felt your like, first emotion? I felt like a tiny, you felt like the Ant-Man. Impotent. And he little, walked off? And he, <laughs> he, he dropped he the mic? Cut, he cut me to the core. Yeah, he literally walked out. <laughs> it was after it was over, right? It was. It was kind of funny. But I, that's pretty funny. I wore like a badge of honor. So After the third week, maybe fourth week, Jay did his interviews on Friday with Steve, and then he went directly into the coaches' show. After the third or fourth week, he came in, and he said, who's that guy in there that looks like Bill O'Brien? He's pretty good at doing interviews. <laughs> so yeah, I, he liked you good. because yeah. he, no. he gave you a compliment. Well, I appreciate that. So, even though it was a little underhanded, Bill O'Brien, I think he looked better well, than Bill O'Brien. Thank you. Well, here's the here's the tough part about that interview. It's Jay's coach's show, so I'm not a reporter in a press conference who can fire any agitating question at him like, yeah. why didn't you go for it on fourth down? Yeah. I'm kind of like a guest in his house. Yeah. So I need to try to get some answers about what's going on, but I can't be a total dick. Yeah, you got to finagle it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be a little bit of respect right there. You got to like the name is Todd. Do you get a lot of bad? <laughs> Do you get a lot of bad feedback after some of the interviews with when you don't ask certain questions? No, not a lot of bad feedback. There's some people that are like, I can't believe you didn't ask about that. But I explained it on the air. I said I'm not going to ask everything all the time because some answers I know what he's going to say. They're just going to be you know standard answers. 
Anyway, let's talk coaches, boys. How about this run of hirings around the NFL where, Smoot, if you even had lunch with Sean McVay, yes. you are getting you are hired. Getting a job. It's a youth movement. It's a youth movement. If you're fat with no hair right now, you're not in right now. Except for Freddie Kitchens. He's the only guy. But, see, they already got a baker, so they had to get a kitchen to put the baker in. Oh. So they, they, they ran with that. I, I, I'm good with that. Baker made – I didn't even I like put that together. Like baker that. and like Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, they, they got a baker and they got the kitchen. Got kitchen. And I just think they wanted to – I think this is what made the Browns do it. Not because they didn't want Greg as a head coach. I think they didn't want to lose Freddie Kitchens because the first thing that goes is a hot offensive coordinator. So imagine Greg being the coach next year and and, and Freddie Kitchens does it, this magic again, and now here comes a team to make him a head coach. I think that's why they, they, they scrambled to make him a head coach. Yeah, but I think that was a pretty big upset hire. Oh, it because was. Because he doesn't look the part of a head coach. None of it. These owners, man, they just hire guys that look good. No, nah, they go with the fad. And, and they the go with the fat. Now is young, uh, trend. hip offense. Yeah. That's the trend right yeah. now. Now look, you Cooley were telling me about McVeigh when he was here, when we were working together. You said this guy is something else, and so you saw it from an early, early stage that McVeigh was the real deal. Yeah, from the time he was a quality control coach to going to coach tight ends when I was playing. The three he weeks. coached you directly. Yeah, it was his first position job. Was coaching myself and Fred Davis and Logan Paulson, and that was the, at the end of uh, 2011 year. Yeah. Not a good year. The year before Robert. So when you were coached by McVeigh, what did you sense then? What did you get a feel like this guy knows what he's talking about? Yeah, but I challenged him every single day as oh, much as did. I could possibly challenge him. Because How he so? was 25 years old or 26 years yeah, old. younger and, than you. Or 25 five years younger than me at the time. And we were not winning, but we were meeting quadruple the amount of time that any other position group in the building was meeting. Because <laughs> really? Sean was so giddy about having a position group that we would stay until 5.30, 6 o'clock when the rest of the building was gone at 4.15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've like, told this story a couple times, but I made the guys, I made a joke with the guys. I said to Fred and Logan, you're not answering any question today that he asks with anything but a yes or a no. And we got about 15 minutes into the meeting and he asked Fred a question that he really couldn't answer with a yes or no. And Fred Davis turned around, he stopped, and he looked at Sean, he turned around and he looked at me, like kind of looked back and Sean, But Sean's super intuitive because he knew something he knew was strange. Was up, yeah. So as soon as he saw Fred look at me, he's like, okay, what what what's Chris doing here? So you put you put the meeting room on shutdown because you wanted it to get over. To see but, how long no, we would probably there. take the meeting with him saying yes and no. I enjoyed, I enjoyed <laughs> yeah. the meetings with him because he's thorough and he was smart and he, they, they were fun meetings. I, it wasn't to get it over quicker. It was to mess with Sean. Yeah. Just to fuck with him, huh? Now, what about his photographic memory of plays from games? Can a lot of coaches do that? You've seen the clips of him saying, oh, yeah, week 11 last year, it was 37. Greg, one of those people. Like, Greg Williams. Greg Williams, Williams. Okay. Like, you can call out a play. You'd be like, man, that was two years ago. What are you talking about? Well, you did the same thing two years ago. And these, I, and some some coaches that are really good remember that shit. Yeah, well, you know, Greg is an Ivy League guy. A lot of people don't – they I look don't at his, his mean where demeanor. Where did he go to school? Where did Greg went to uh, – it wasn't hard, but he went to a high uh, Ivy League. League school. Like, okay. he's a smart – He's a savant when it comes to that. Like, he's very intelligent. See, I've been pushing him on the air 
that he needs to get a shot somewhere because I think he's the asshole some franchises need. I thought we, Green Bay. We might need that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man, at the end of the day, I just think, like, even when I talked to McVay, when I first got back here, I moved back here, I ran into McVay a lot. And the one thing I found good with him is, even though he's young, he's good with people. And that's what a head coach is. You got to be a leader of men. Like, it's either be a position coach because you got to focus on just one group of guys. Right. But when you're a head coach, you got to focus on the whole team. And so what's Greg good at, best at? First of all, he's he good at singling out what you're good at, a player, and what you're not good at. And he only makes you work on your weaknesses. And he'll put I, you in good spots, and he, and try he, to put you in good spots. And he's one of those coaches that you trust his game plan. Like, it's a lot of coaches that I play with Greg Blosh. I ain't trust their game plan. It was too simple. Never put us in position to make plays. Hated it. But you it, never came out like Swearinger and said, no, I don't no, like this. No, because I'm going to do my job. Like, okay. I, I'm going to talk, but I ain't going to talk myself out of job. I talk myself out of a lot of stuff. A job won't be one of them, right? Like, I'm going to talk to my teammates. I'm going to do this and that. Right. But I'm not going to go and turn around and be like, you know what? All our coaches stink. That so, ain't going to get us nowhere. So where do you stand on what DJ Swearinger did, basically, which is to say we should have been in zone instead of man on a key play? Hold on. Before you answer that question, Greg Williams went to Truman State University. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Ivy League. Yeah, where's that? They're the latest Ivy Cooley. Where the hell's Truman State? You had to Google that? Where the hell's Truman State? <laughs> well, he I've told me. He told him. me for years. No. Years. <laughs> I, I, Ivy League, he was. I guess he was a slight <laughs> liar, too. I had to lie sometimes, too. <laughs> I did go to Ivy League school myself, Mississippi State University <laughs> in the SEC. Where the hell's Truman State? Ivy in the South. <laughs> Hold on. We no, didn't, there was, Vanderbilt. Yeah, there was Ivy on some of the walls I, in the school. Wait till I text That's him. Ivy League I to you. I said you told me how smart you is all these years, and you went to DeVry Tech University. Where yeah, is, but he where, knew you weren't going to look where, at it. Where, where is Truman State? Truman. Truman State. I bet Missouri. Yes. Yeah. Missouri. Because Harry S. Truman, Missouri. So, all right. All right, I so. Say. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, you know. I say. Of, I'm not He's just good smart. looks. He's pretty smart. I, 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 well, brain I, I, under this I, I, handsome. They say people that's really smart lose their hair. Hey, target the head. <laughs> target the head. Hit Who the said head. that? Hit kill the head. The head. <laughs> kill the head. Who said so, that? When did, right. you start, when did you start really buzzing it? All the way off. Last uh, week. Uh, we just had this conversation. We just had this conversation. Yeah. We just bicked it for the first time. Yeah. It's not bicked it. I've got a little pit bull shaver. It's like an electric. You I'm feel good about it? Man. No. Because I'm fat and I've got I got to tan it. You know, if I had 2% body fat and ran triathlons, yeah, I'd be rocking this. Oh, but no. I'd be like Jeff Bezos. You fluctuate. You still drinking a lot of Diet Coke? Dude. Let's not talk about my weight because I'm eating here. <laughs> steakhouse coming in. He's in the steakhouse right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's in the dead animal. Yeah. Right no, no. Now I want to ask about DJ Swearinger. How do you feel about what he did? Do you think we should have let him go? Sir? I wouldn't have did it. No? And it tells so me what do you it's, do? it's not the first time they've told me. you got to punish him, though. But they, hey, this is what I would do because I don't believe in losing nothing for nothing. I would have suspended him for the last game. I wouldn't have broadcasted why I suspended him. And I would have traded well, we him. And obviously, I got to get something for him. I just lost a quarterback. Yeah, you need something. The cap. I need to get something for him. I don't how about care. Just, how about just deactivate him and then start fresh in 2019? I, I'm fine with and that, And keep too. him. But I just think it got to a point that DJ kind of wore his welcome out with the coaching staff. Well, well how do, what about this? What did he? Maybe he did it. He wanted out. Maybe he wanted out. I don't think he wanted out. I think he enjoyed no. oh, come being on. a Redskin. Really? I think he enjoyed thoroughly really? being a Redskin. Yes, I think he did. So three strikes, you're done. No, I just think he got frustrated with, with all the like, – we didn't hear from the Alabama youngsters. Uh, we don't practice hard. We didn't hear from DJ several times. We don't do this hard. Like, they echoing almost the same thing, but DJ stepping out, he constantly do it. Like, you can do a lot of stuff in this league. 
But throwing a coach under the bus and saying his name, yeah. like I, I can get it at the end of the podium and say, you know, yeah, man, we just we had a terrible play calling day. But I ain't said who called the play. Was he right though? Oh, he was totally right. He was right. Yeah, if I get a rookie quarterback in there, send the kitchen sink at him. I want him to make the quizzes sick. I mean, decisions very quick because he gonna make a mistake. So blitz was zone behind it. Well, I zone blitz because I want all my DBs looking at the quarterback. Okay. That allows them to break on it. I don't want them with their back turned against him. Not in the red zone. So he was right. They played a lot of zone yeah. coverage in the back half of that game. They didn't play exclusively man coverage. And if it's going to be zone in the red zone, it needs to be covered too. He did get – the play he missed the tackle on was man coverage, but that was before Mariota went out of the game. All right. So, so but, what about what about LaFleur? Yeah. He, he does was, nothing. But, he was but in our one, building. One thing – the one thing I would say is with DJ, because I, I did like DJ a lot. I, I liked him when he came in. I do think he's a very good football player. Does he but watch more film than coaches, which he claimed? I can't answer that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I yeah. find that claim spurious I, I, I don't, at best. I don't know what that claim means. Well, I understand <laughs> what it means, but I don't know I don't know the reality of that claim. But one one thing about it is it wasn't three strikes because he did it six or seven times after okay. losses. Right. And I, I'm sure that he had there were conversations had with him multiple times, so it was probably more than three strikes. And when you think about the trade, because that's what everyone wanted to do, and that was a hot topic in the week of the radio, is you just keep him, you trade him. I just say, do you do you want if you really want to build a culture, do you risk establishing your culture for at best a sixth? Maybe not even a so sixth. So you don't think you can get a no team, no team with the winning record, but you don't filed a claim let him on walk. Waiver. A pro bowler? You gotta, no you gotta get a player. You gotta get a pick. What are you, you getting out of a six, Gorgie? No, no, no. I, I ain't gonna say Wait a, a minute. pick. I'm saying no, a player. Here's what I'm player. saying. Here's you know what? what I'm saying to you. If you really want to establish a culture and you really want to set a standard, is it worth a six rounder? I don't think so. But are you, I, you can disagree. You can disagree. I mean, it's, it's a different culture that's yeah, frustrating. But, but I'm saying, is, uh, you gonna wait till your fifth year coaching to to set a standard? Well, like that's it's almost too and late. How about, and how about after you let the Mason Foster thing go? Yes. And Monte Nicholson, and, although they and, did deactivate and Josh him. Josh pretty much says whatever he wants to say. Right. Okay. So we're talking about a whole group of people that feel the same way. But it was you know, one person that went after the coaching staff repetitive, repetitively. Yeah, you, you, yeah. All right. And so there's a little bit of – you knew that. I mean, I you know that. No, that's why I was shocked when that's, it happened. That's just – it's kind of – it's you more faux pas it. than people yeah. – All right, so back to LaFleur. He was here, part of the Dream Team coaching staff that had Kyle – McVay, LaFleur, all the young, three all the and young, 13 yeah. that year. Yeah. So it's not, it's more than coaching. It's players, you know, you got to have yeah. good players. Yeah. What's LaFleur like? If you're a Packer fan, what are you saying in terms of what do you got in LaFleur? I mean, for him, yeah. this is the break of a lifetime, Cooley. He's coaching the Green Bay Packers, the franchise job. of Vince Lombardi no, no, no. and Aaron Rodgers. It's overrated. Hey, what? If I tell you 28 consecutive years of Hall of Fame quarterback and then you got two Super Bowls to show for it, 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterback, you know how many years of Hall of Fame quarterback this franchise has had? Yeah, I know. a Hall of Fame quarterback. We don't have one. I did. They had 28 well, consecutive Sonny, years. Sonny Jurgens. And they got two Super Bowls to show for it. Two. Oh, they've. Fred, they've underachieved. I'm saying yeah. the job. If you're a young man, he's talking about coaching in Lambeau Field, man. Yeah, if you're a young, if you're a young guy like me, let me tell you something that I don't get hooked on: nostalgia. I don't care about your past. No, no, it's no, all no, about no. The let me stop. It's not. It's not the nostalgia of Lambeau Field. It's the fans that fill the stadium, and it's the the fan base that surrounds that team that is amazing. It's, it's, I played it's in Tiffany's. That division. I played in that division. 
This city does shit down when they play because it's just not the population ain't got enough for well, the people to work and come to the game. Ain't nothing to do there yeah, either. It's not a so, Sunday. So this is what Wonderful I'm talking people, about. Wonderful people. So, so when you talk about the quality of a job, is it not life? Life's quality ain't that part of it? So you're living in somewhere that you don't want to live. You got a own. I mean, you got a, a franchise that don't have one person that that makes the rules. They don't have one owner. Isn't that good to not have an owner? Wouldn't yeah, you think, rather I, be? I think all Fortune 500 companies need to have a CEO that's held accountable. Okay. Well, they got Mark Murphy who's they the have, team president. CEO. You don't like Wisconsin? <laughs> no, I don't like Wisconsin. I'm sorry. Cooley is trying to pin down Fred as anti-Wisconsin. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. You're not a cheese curd fan? <laughs> exactly, man. No, all I'm saying is that I think there are three Tiffany franchises in the NFL, and they are and the Cowboys, the, I mean, the elite all of right, the elite, right, the right, brand right. name right, right. elite franchises. They are the Cowboys, the Packers, and the Steelers. You're not going to throw the Patriots, Patriots. in there? Patriots. No. I've been saying the Patriots no, Patri- are America's Patriots are dot-com money. They're new money. They're not old money. They don't have history. You're saying their they history in the past is terrible. They, they have incredible the new success. They're like the best new. They're like Apple. When do you become Tiffany's? What if does it Patriot, take? If you're the Patriots. You're too late to be a Tiffany franchise. Oh, you can never become a Tiffany franchise? I don't think so, no, because they don't have enough history going back 50 to 50 years the, from now, you won't have enough history? Come on, they only, uh, got, we'll they only got the greatest quarterback of all time and the greatest head coach of all and time. maybe the greatest I think, owner. I think that makes you Tiffany's now. Okay. That you are the norm. Yeah, you're right. not Zales. No, you're totally not. <laughs> you're not Zales. But if I give you a Zales ring, that means we get a divorce anyway. Like Jeff Bezos. And maybe <laughs> that should be our crazy. first topic. You're talking about billions being They're split like, right there. Oh. Let's talk about that when we come back. We just got our steaks delivered. I got the surf and turf. It looks absolutely fantastic. Gorgie got the bone-in filet, which I didn't even know they made a bone-in filet. Smoot got, uh, what'd you get? Steak with Oscar on it? Uh, yeah, New York street, Oscar style. Yeah, most definitely. And Cooley ate before coming here. So he's and drinking. so he's being a good but I'm taking him, But I'm taking him up on the steak, which he now owes me two steak dinners. Fair. Yeah. Smudo's your steak? You owe no, me a steak you. dinner. Oh, I do, yeah. From what? Going 14 and 0, yeah. picking games? Yeah, 14 and 0. Yes, spread. I couldn't believe it. I was like, son of a bitch. I'm like, nobody goes 14 and 0 against the spread. One week, Cooley did just that. Welcome to Charlestown. Well, Vegas is maybe where Cooley needs to be at. Charlestown. Tonight's episode of Steakhouse Confidential recorded live at DC Prime Steaks and Seafood in Ashburn, Virginia. Independently owned and operated, DC Prime serves only USDA Prime Beef, the top 1% of all beef in the United States. Chef Brad Wiedemann comes from the Art Institute of Atlanta with a degree in culinary arts, and his creations are spectacular. Like the barbecue spice shrimp appetizer, my favorite, along with succulent tomahawk bone-in ribeyes with a dozen cuts of meat, fresh fish, lobster, crab, scallops, and more. Visit dcprimesteaks.com today or call them at 703-840-2099 for your reservation. Proud home of the Steakhouse Confidential, where the steaks are juicy, and the stories are even juicier. Now back to part two of our conversation. All right, man. Good luck. Good luck. I love it here. Live at, live at Steakhouse Confidential where NFLers are giving a young man advice on his career at the University of Rhode Island. And he made a, a, little, and he made a little cash in his winter break at DC Prime. Uh, I know it's the best part of that whole deal. The best part of the whole deal is that 
sophomores in college don't remember Fred and I playing. <laughs> yeah. They show you how old we is, right? And you're who? They ask, yeah, yeah. They ask you and Fred, where'd you go to school? I, did, I, did I run the ball? He asked Fred what position he played. Did I play running back? <laughs> and me and Cooley had one of the longest saying names at, in FedEx ever. Anytime we made a play, they, they put our name. Yeah, Cooley, or yeah, yeah, So you would think our name would stick around here. Nah, but he got No, a, you guys were the stars of the mostly forgettable years. Yeah, they were. From 05 to But we gave it I mean, everything. He, he legit like said Chris to me and, yeah. and kind of knew. So I mean it was really just I, you. Well yeah, you're wearing all your Well you are decked out in all red skin gear and I'm dressed <laughs> like a civilian. <laughs> <laughs> there is a little tell there. Yeah, he, he do got yeah. on a coolie jersey yeah, exactly. while we sitting there. Exactly. 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 <laughs> That shirt that says, I'm Chris Cooley. I played tight end. Ask and, me about and, it. Yeah. And it, turn it around, it's autographed. Yeah. Pro Bowl jersey. The new Nike stuff is so much better than the Reebok stuff that we had. No offense <laughs> to Reebok. No, no, no. Reebok new, was so heavy. The new Nike gear that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, this is a $150 jacket. And it, I mean, I'm not going to go out and buy my own $150 jacket. <laughs> Why would I, you? Get this jacket. <laughs> exactly. All right. So we were, uh, I forgot where we were going to pick it up. We were going to pick it up you with the. off with Matt LaFleur. LaFleur. Can I get just a final thought on LaFleur? Because he was I here. Think, you know Matt. I, I think that people grow up so much. And Matt went from here to Cleveland, to Notre Dame, to Atlanta, to Los Angeles. And, and then Tennessee. Tennessee. And then Tennessee and called plays for one year. And didn't and really did, improve, I, you know, didn't improve the offense. No, they got worse. Yeah, yeah it but got they, worse. So we played them three weeks ago, the Redskins we. Uh, played them three weeks ago, and they mirror their running pass really well. He is a good play caller. I think they struggled at quarterback and learning a new system, and that, that system with Mike is a little bit complex in your first year. There's a lot that goes into it, but I thought they established some good fundamentals in Tennessee. I, I mean, I told them, I knew their tight ends coach. I said, I'm impressed by what your tight ends are doing, you know, at this point in their first season, and I thought Matt was doing a pretty good job. Uh, didn't have a bunch of tendencies as a play caller, but, but they were all, a good defense. Oh no, they were. I mean, a, and a, a lot of times, defense. and a lot of, but a lot of times, you know, it's it's about your quarterback as much as it is anybody else on your team. And if you think to our year with Donovan here, there were things that he could do well. It was just a little bit too much for him in the first year. And so, if it's too much for your quarterback, it's then it doesn't matter whatever. Are you a Mariota fan? I'm not not a fan. I don't watch it. I'm a Mariota. I think uh, I think Mariota got think Jason Campbell. I think, and, and when I say Jason Campbell, I mean the quarterbacks don't like change. And the one thing I feel like we failed Jason with was too many offensive coordinators. No shit. He had I, like five in his first you. five years. So I think if we, he would have ever got – if you look at all the great quarterback coaching parents, they've been together forever. Belichick and Brady have been together forever. They yeah. keep each other hired. They keep each other there. And, and well, it helps when you're winning all the time. And then it helps – Ain't so, no impetus to change if you're yeah. winning all the time. And but it, that first change wasn't because we weren't winning – Joe drafted Jason Campbell because he saw him as Joe's quarterback that fit in Joe's system. Right. And then Joe Gibbs went and got Al Saunders, and Jason Campbell wasn't really an Al Saunders no. quarterback. He, yeah. was, he was a ground and pound, could throw a good deep ball, could see play action and read from high could to low run a little if bit he better. To. Yeah. But his five-step hit your drop and throw to spot timing, yeah. it wasn't – he didn't have that trust. And yes. so it was interesting how you do evolve as – you, you draft a quarterback in the first or second round or first round, yeah. you better give him some time. Yeah. The thing about LaFleur, though, is he's only four years older than Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers is running out of time. Tick-tock, tick-tock. They've wasted a lot of years with him. 
How do you think he's going to coach a guy who is notoriously prickly? Rodgers, a little bit of a bitch at times. Yeah. Still hung up over where he was drafted. Oh, yeah. Behind Alex Smith late in the first round. Like, he coached everybody he different, and so he's going to have to establish a relationship with Aaron Rodgers. A true you, relationship. You, you don't have to coach it. Everybody, you're not going to coach Aaron Rodgers like you can coach your receivers, like you can coach, coach your backs. You're, you're yeah. going to be with Aaron Rodgers ten times more than anybody else, and so he's got to first establish a relationship. And then no one cares about age. Like we, we talked about Sean being five years younger than me. That mattered for about nine minutes until he proved that he knew what he was talking about. Can you help me get better? Right. And that's the only thing that Aaron's going to want to know. Can so you is help LaFleur me and the guys around get better? So scream at Rodgers if he changes a play? Like, motherfucker, you're not supposed to change that. Oh, see, that's what I told you about the power dynamic in Green Bay. I know. The most powerful person in the building is the quarterback. He's the king of the north. He is the, the king, king of the, of the north. north. The yes. king of the north. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, sometimes, you know, with, with good power comes a lot of responsibility. And right. Some people wave their power a little bit different. So, I think it's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds. He should uh, get a quarterback's coach that will scream at him. <laughs> yeah, 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 they got like they got like signs on the sideline. Yeah, so he, he wants him screamed at. He's gonna indicator elbow and then he's gonna pull his cap. He's like, a baseball oh, call go. in that. So I'm like going a, in. I gotta go <laughs> scream at Aaron Rodgers. Gonna be on Sports Center tonight. <laughs> so a dedicated screamer, in other words, yeah, to yeah. keep Lafleur uh, clean in his relationship. You could actually have two or three because you don't want to make sure that you only have one. one. So you're like three guys on the sideline. Your quarterbacks, coach, maybe your OC and. I don't know, some player is going to go over there, too. So he's got different indicators for the different guys. Well, here's what's weird. Okay, sorry to cut you off. Here's what's weird, though, about Rodgers. This year, his completion percentage was in the shitter, but he still had an insane touchdown to interception. That's always going to be him. He's not going to throw bad balls. Right, he never throws bad balls. He's almost too cautious, some would say. Dude, he was hurt for, what, eight weeks of the season? Most of When he played here, he played on one leg. After the second game, he was hurt after the second game. But still, though, when McCarthy took over, Favre was throwing picks crazy, left and right, and McCarthy said, you need to knock that shit off because I'll be fired. And it helped knock Favre back into shape where they won. They didn't you quite win at all, but they coach, got close. Alex so, Van Pelt, do you remember him? Yes, Van Pelt was very good. All right, and when he left is when the break happened between uh, the head coach and the quarterback. Okay. He was the buffers. Right. Alex was the buffer. But it's almost like Rodgers is the opposite. It's almost, I think, just as a dude on the couch, Rodgers needs to throw 10 to 12 picks a year, not two or three. Cause that means he pushing, he, he trying the ball, huh? he pushing the ball. I said that seems brilliant. Why, why do you think you don't? You don't think? <laughs> Are you mocking me? <laughs> what What you would like to do is, is in Al Galdi's words, you, you'd like to up his air yards per attempt. Yeah, the AYA. Yeah. Oh, the AYA column is <laughs> yeah, big. No. Yeah. No, but no, how about I know this? Take more chances. Are you think he's too conservative? Yes. I don't think he took it. Really? I think he's Especially this year. I thought the offense was too bland. They don't motion. They don't undress defenses. Rodgers had the highest percentage of throwaways this year because they track that now than any other quarterback. And just because he's in the pocket and they don't move anybody on the offense, they don't move the pocket. They don't do anything. Except for Devontae Adams, his wideouts are just It was a standstill offense. We're going to try to see what you're in, and we're going to let this brilliant quarterback beat you. It, 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 that's why they went and got an offensive mind head coach, somebody that can come up with some imagination to get some people open without him having to throw everybody open. Well, they the should time. go to a more timing offense. 
enough of this drop back and scramble around and you know, motion. Pump fake. If you notice the Quick most timing, the most important thing in the offense today to to undress us is motion. And the Packers ran very little motion, and they? that's why they never undressed the defense. Yeah, you can't you can't wait. The one thing Peyton Manning was great at is waiting us out. We couldn't hold the defense, but so long. Right, right. And Peyton would wait us out, and <laughs> at the last minute, I know. he would go in, change his play, and go on. Who yeah. was, it was the great, it was his pacifier uh, that he threw the ball to a ton and got rid of him. Who's he? Uh, Rogers. Okay. You know, Jordy Nelson. Nelson. Jordy Nelson was his pacifier. Yeah, but he was kind of done, and they let him go, and that probably proved itself out. His numbers weren't very good in Oakland. Well, just like Belichick, let you go a, a year early instead of a year late. Yeah. Yeah, your time is right. All right. Let me ask this. Let me change gears here. Antonio Brown. You guys both played in the NFL. It's a big personality. But that is one son of a bitch when it comes to playing football. A spectacular player. Yeah, he is. So how do you handle a guy like that? Make him in and add a coat. He'll be a coat next year. He would not be a Pittsburgh Steelers. He don't fit what Pittsburgh do. Father's identity. I mean, he doesn't fit what they do. When, Look like, at the production on the field. Well, Pittsburgh is known for your Heinz Ward. They're not known for your Divas. He's one of the few divas they've ever had. Juju Smith-Schuster is more of a Pittsburgh still a receiver. So is James Washington, the guy they yeah. drafted last year. From Oklahoma State. These guys are more Pittsburgh. He's a diva. He will not be playing. But, see, they're going to do what we should have did with DJ. They're going to do it right. They suspended him for the last game. They're going to get a first. And they're going to trade <laughs> like, him. That's, you can't get you're gonna Probably get a, our you're, first. You're going to get a so, first. So you're going to get a first me. plus. It's a lot different to, yeah. to so hold the culture for so a first plus. So you're saying for a pro bowler, back doing the we won't get a six-rounder for a pro bowler. So, yeah, I'm telling you that the best case you were going to get was a sixth. All right. Okay. But, okay. Let's. Then why didn't a team with a winning record claim his rights? Right. No, nobody cares oh, about that. We're over the DJ Swearinger thing. Should have claimed his right. Would you want D? Would you want Antonio Brown as a teammate? Would you? How would you feel I, I if you were a Steeler? Let me ask him a question in the same and, way. Did a fresh start change things for you? What in Minnesota? Yeah. I wasn't really looking for a fresh start. I was looking. Well, for I money. mean, how would a fresh start change things for him? Or is he going to be him? Who, Antonio Brown? Mm-hmm. He's going to be him. That's who he is. He'll be more him when he goes to a team no, that doesn't have a good quarterback. No, he'll be more him well, in a bigger market. Right? Okay. He's in the Pittsburgh Steelers market. Imagine him in a bigger market. All right, how about the changes? How about this? Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham Jr. Who? Same person. Who do you want? Who do you want for one year right now? I know Beckham's younger Ooh. by a couple years. Just one year. Who would be the easier guy to it, handle? It's, it's studying wideouts, they all they got the same ingredients. They very good after the catch. They very good out of breaks. They can turn a hitch into an eighty yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. They have the capability to take uh, the top off of defenses, and they make your defense account. I mean, coordinate account for them wherever they are on the field. I would probably take Antonio Brown because he tends to play inside a little bit more. He's got better hands, too, doesn't he? I don't know. Odell Odell? Odell drops passes. Well, the idea is that nobody has better hands than Odell. Well, Odell will make the spectacular catch, but Odell drops balls. When he loses focus, he tried to right. run before he catches the right. ball. Right, he gets kind of ahead They're of the same so. player. They're the okay. same player. They're, They're the same. Player. Brown, Brown, Brown probably has better a coach, more speed. Better coach, better coordinator, no. better quarterback will oh, get Brown, more out of him. All right, here's what, I really, here's what I really want to know from a player's standpoint. It's week 17. you got to win to have a chance to get into the playoffs. And Antonio Brown decides that's the week he's going to Thank be you. a crazy diva yeah. and, and not play in the game. As a player, what would you say to him? I ain't got nothing to say to him. 
You be pissed. You left us hanging. So you be pissed. You left us hanging. You got emotional. Did I tell you why I like Cooley? He ain't too high. <laughs> he ain't too low. All right? He, if he ain't get the ball last week, it don't matter. All right? He ain't going to come out. So and would, you, con- would you have confronted Antonio Brown? Yeah, I would confront him. Like, what, what's going on? And I would have tried to talk to the coaches before the game. We, we trying to make the playoffs. So you'd be like going to the coaches, come on, let's work with Antonio. I know he missed practice, but we got to get him suited up. Come on now. We got to try to win this game. Because think about this. It's been been nothing but drama in Pittsburgh this year. You want to talk about drama? And they thought it was just only Le'Veon Bell. No, No, it's it's Ben. Ben. It's Ben. Ben. Ben Ben. Ben is the guy that stirs the pot. He stirs the pot. And see, I always say your head coach and your quarterback got to have a close personal relationship. And Tumlin and Ben don't like each other. Shows. Cooley, would you say anything to Antonio Brown? It depends on my relationship with him as a player. For example, had it been Clinton Portis, I probably would have said something to him. We were close. But it had, had it been someone that I, I liked my teammates, but it had it been someone that I wasn't close with or talked to on the phone or hung out with, no, probably not. Okay. All right. Let's talk about this. What is the best post-NFL career for athletes? Your boy Brian Arakpo, who you're close with, Cooley. Selling muffins? <laughs> cupcakes. Cupcakes. cupcakes, baby. Cupcakes, but he just retired. I joke about Cooley and Arakpo because Arakpo didn't like that Cooley was speculating on whether or not he'd get re-signed by the Redskins, and old Rack thought he was messing with your money. Was, was Cooley still playing then, or no. was he in the media? No, he was on the radio. He was well, on the radio what? with us. Everybody's going to speculate how much you're going to well, get paid. Well, Rack right? didn't like that because Cooley had just been a teammate, and now all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I've I'm not with, sure the Redskins going to splurge for him. I've dealt with that. Like when you go from player to media. Yeah. The players want you to protect them, and I can't protect you because I'm paid to tell the truth now. I, I'm, tra- I'm paid to tell the truth, and I'm only repeating probably what somebody else said. Don't get okay. mad because it's coming out of my mouth. Okay. Rack wasn't going to get re-signed here because he had only one pass rush move. Yeah. Right? And but he was, was fairly productive in Tennessee. It was speed to power, and that's what it is. But to really have a repertoire, he was going to need to have a lot of more things in it because he had the talent. Now, do people add to the repertoire? That's different. So you think he's going to be the cupcake king now? He's uh, making cupcakes. Uh, you know, whatever makes the money. Cupcake, <laughs> air, whatever you sell. I don't, I don't care what you sell. Like, I think staying a part of sports is the best jobs. Like like we do in the media right. are going or to coaching, coaching. or clinics. Now football continues to still feed you right. without your body getting beat up. Your mind or your feelings might get hurt, but <laughs> you can make it through that. You're tough. Depends what you love. The, I mean, the best all-time transition is – it hasn't gone well. It's just getting the Monday night football job the day after you retire. Dude, oh, there's how no do you way feel I, if I Jerry were interested, Jones. if I were interested in broadcasting games on a national level and I were trying to make my way into that profession, I would have been furious for all of the former players that are in the in the booths around Grinding, the league trying to get a job working. Yeah. To not have that opportunity, I would have been – I'm not interested in that. That's not where I want to go. You did some but network games, though. I did a network game. I thought you did more than one. No. Jerry I, I was, Jones. I could have, but yeah, guess okay, who's about? You said that. Jerry Jones is Lucky Luciano of the Old Boys Club. All right? What he says goes. goes. Look at all – So he basically placed Witten in that booth No, no. Himself. He told him when you're ready to retire, different what you want to do, I'm going to make it happen. Look at all the Cowboys. Dion, Irvin – 
Tony Romo, the day after he retired, he's straight into the booth. He makes these calls for his players. He makes these calls to these networks that he's been making deals with for the last 40 years. Okay. And he says, this is what's going to happen, and it's going to happen not tomorrow. It feels him, too. It's going to happen today. That's what Jerry Jones do. That's I, why they love him. I know. I know. He's very powerful. But speaking of Witten, so I want you guys' thoughts on the Monday Night Crew. Stinks. How much Stinks, right. They all stink. All of them. Booger stinks on the sideline. Yeah. Win stinks. That's like some I'm SEC sorry. on SEC crime, by the and way. It may be just hard to replace Gruden because Gruden was – he was he was amazing at it to me, and I think some people just have the voice and and, and charismatic to to tote that. Okay. I don't think none of these guys they I charismatic. Think, I don't like the dynamic of the three, yeah. and I think they try to find the negative in too many situations versus find the positive. And it is you call a national game because Booger's going to tell you what went wrong or what he should have done or what he should have done, and Jason will be a part of that. Or Jason's trying to be a little bit too much like Tony to tell you. This was the exact coverage, and this was this what it was, was the play he was thinking. If you yeah. really think about it, Jason, unless someone got beat or unless someone did something, no one really needs to know, or they don't care. They can see it on television. Well, you know, it's so funny. I think. Yeah. Go ahead. I think the dynamic between the three of them isn't good enough. I think they're all trying to do something that they're that, that they're kind of clashing against, and I think that they should. When there's a play where someone gets tackled for loss. Someone made a hell of a play on the other side, side of the of ball. The ball. Right. Don't you. just say this guy Thank missed his you. block. Yeah. Someone snipped Some, out the play, yeah. beat his side. man. And they're not good storytellers. Okay. Well, no. Well, okay. Yeah. First of all, Witten is a dummy. Uh, he's terrible. Luckily for Boog, he's got Witten next to him, so all of every, all the fans' ire is directed. Smart. Exactly. I think Booker doesn't tell me much. And what the hell's a Booker Mobile? That was ridiculous. Well, that was oh, also, yeah, that was terrible. That, that was mean, also I mean, ridiculous. First of all, if I'm a fan and you got that goddamn thing going up and down the sidelines in front of me, <laughs> yeah, I'm on fifth row. Hey, they put I'm a TV fifth. behind it. Come on, man. Oh, yeah, look at the so, TV. Well, he's parked in front of you. You're like, <laughs> hey, oh, look at that TV. Still, I can't yeah. see. This ain't the first time they made mistakes I, with so, Monday night. So, oh, so yeah. you, you talk about you know emphasizing the negative during the Texans Colts game. Uh, Booger is like. J.J. Watts can't just block passes. He's got to rush the passer. And I'm like, I think he's trying to do that. <laughs> well, he's third and fourth. This is where you have to get after the passer here, Wit. If you don't, you're getting cut. <laughs> yeah, I'm only like yeah, I'm third like, and four. Like, are they going to go three-step? Are they going to go five-step? Okay, there's a potential that they run the ball in third and four situation. Like, yeah, Boog, we'd love to just drop back and rush the passer at, at turn a nine-yard corner. We get and, that. And J.J. Watt, I'm only not, like second in the league in uh, sacks. So <laughs> It's not like I'm not doing my job. Off a broken hey, leg. Hey, test, test, wait. This is J.J. Watt. He needs to take the left tackle. He needs to pick him up, body slam him, and then he should sack the quarterback every single play because it's J.J. Watt. You if he doesn't do that, then it's just right not there. good enough. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, but they're all different. They're all so different. And, and I just it, does, it, does, it doesn't mesh. Yeah, it's chemistry, not cohesive The chemistry about. sucks. Yeah. It, it does, it, it's fragmented. It sucks beyond belief. I got to the point where I muted the fucking thing because I couldn't deal with it any longer. I'm like, please do not let them back next year. Oh, they're please. back. They're back. They're not going to admit failure. And I, this isn't fun. Th- get into the one of the, what I think is hard with the media for players, but if you want to deal with it, just follow along on Twitter. <laughs> Poor Wit just gets crushed. Butchered. He gets uh, emasculated Deservedly on so, though. Like the fact they hired him with not no deservedly. I mean, no one, no one deserves to be told I, I, things I hate he's to being see told. Just, man, just out there like a piece of fish and people throwing darts at him. Like <laughs> I, I, I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what I, Yeah. So, but I also feel him. I understand him sometimes, and maybe because I'm a player, I always feel for the player. Yeah. 
And that's why I feel, but I ain't feeling for these Cowboys what, no what more because they get out a great job. What is this fish dart game? Is that a Mississippi thing? That I don't think I've ever played game. fish yeah, darts. You know, you know, they put a fish. Hey, is that hey, like lawn darts? Hey, they're just the like, they're just like darts. When, they, when my granddad used to always say, you know what? When you, when you go fishing, make sure you cut the head out that fish because the fish starts stinking from the head down. <laughs> they're just also like bad business. All right, if you ever want to look at I what's know. going on with bad I business, know. look at the top first. I hear you. Look at the bottom. Um, what do you guys think about Romo? I personally love Romo. I like Romo. Because he'll teach me something. He is enthusiastic, and he's kind of like a fan. Some people, though, think he's too gushy and that he's guessing too much, Cooley. That he's playing like Rush guess the play, late, guess yeah. the play, and he's wrong a lot of times. Well, the thing about the guess the play game is Romo, one, checked into every different play because he's a quarterback two goes to practice on friday three talks to every coach and so he understands where they're checking plays and how they're checking plays and so you can in the run game understand that when the quarterback taps the side of his helmet or snaps his fingers by his ears yeah. that if there's a one technique he's going to run at the one technique you can pick that up in a friday meeting or friday practice so it's not like he's really guessing the play it's kind of like he was in on the meeting or in on the practice so he's just yeah. saying what he learned or picked Repeat up that way yeah. so you I, think I he's okay cooley i like him. i do you like, like him? him i don't get a lot i don't get to listen to a lot of romo because i'm always working right okay so i get to listen to a lot of the monday night stuff but the four o'clock game i'm usually driving home from the stadium from our game or right. on the road or i don't get to listen to a lot but when i've heard him I think he's very, very good. I yeah. like and I don't him. like Tony yeah. a, a ton. Personally? I don't di- – I don't know. I just became – it became this Cowboy Redskins. You don't like I'm any saying, Cowboys. I'm now, I, I myself I – I, I like Tony, man. I like – I like because I'm a person that I think everything should fit. Like, you still got to have a voice. I don't care how much knowledge you got. You got to have a neck – a vernacular for it and a voice, and I think he has that. That's what I don't think the Monday Night Crew got. Well, the problem with Witt, Witt isn't a – Witt's a smart guy. He just gets going so fast. And he, he does this if you're just hanging out with him, that he kind of starts to stumble over his words. But he does that in regular verse. Tight end to tight end, what made Witt and great on the field? His understanding of coverage and his understanding of how to attack leverage and, and beat people. He could have still he could have had 60 catches this year. Oh, they wanted him to come back midseason. I know. I, <laughs> Man, but – you can't leave in the middle of that, or you're not going to the five-team next year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I think made Witten good. Like, I always I – always Yeah, you set, covered them. Yeah, I section guys off. They either highly skilled or they, uh, they're a high-range athlete. Highly skilled guys, such as a Heinz Ward, Anquan uh, uh, Bowden, they played so long because they never beat you with speed. So when they got older – they age well. It's like a, a jump shooter in basketball. Like, right. like Steph they, Curry is going to age better than Russell Westbrook right. because he has a skill. Right. I, he had a skill to one fire hose. He never used speed to get open. He was more of a basketball player. He knew how to get between you Kinda and like the Gates, ball. right? Oh, just like Gates. Yeah. No. <laughs> you no? Know Not like Antonio Gates. I think Antonio they, Gates when, when I say, was I think like Jordan Reed. Like, if you want to go to a tight end now, like Ertz. He's always going to make everything's going to look the same. You're never going to understand what he's doing. He's going to attack you in the way he knows that you're exposed. Okay. He's more like Ertz. Gates is so innately one-two, quick step, that, break you yeah. off, double stick. He, uses, of he uses his body. Right? Not, not to disrespect. I think Gates is phenomenal as well. It's just two different he's guys. Got, he's got Gates is so unbelievable, and he, and maybe not now, but he could beat you with speed. Oh, no, uh, he could. Gates he, could he, get he, away. He could run. He could run. All right, let me put a quarter into the jukebox on one of Fred's favorite players right now in the NFL, 
Derwin James. Yeah. You were talking Derwin James up all pro as a rookie. Not pro bowl. No. All fucking pro. All meaning pro. badass. And against the Ravens, they went with five DBs. Safeties. They took all the linebackers out of the game. All of them. Mm. Or no, seven. 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 Seven, seven DBs. Yeah. And when they when Gus Bradley went to them and practiced that week, Derwin James was like, "Oh, this is great." He's like, "Linebacker, fuck yeah, I'll play linebacker because <laughs> yeah. they have a they have a group called the 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 Jack Boys." Yeah. And they were all excited, Fred, that they yeah. got to play all together at once. Speed, yeah. And, and we, what we, a game plan that we had was. A dynamic like that when it was all us: D. Hall, Carlos Rogers, Sean Spring. We had packages. Would there you was have seven of us, six and, of us out there? Okay, so you did that on occasion, we, we, but we not did a, a lot. A lot. We agreed. We 57 out of 58 well, snaps no in the game a lot. No but we, never, we, never, we never did it like they just did it. Right. They put speed against speed. And that was brilliant, wasn't it? Uh, totally brilliant. Because yeah. they knew one thing about Lamar Jackson, unlike a Cam Newton, he can run away from everybody that's yes. on the first and second level. Right. So they made the, the last level and the second level the same speed-wide. <laughs> and we're going to run you down. And we, and we got side. Darwin James, not small. That's why I told right. people, he's the closest thing to Sean Taylor I have ever seen. And I kept telling people that before the draft. I said he can cover, he yeah. can tackle, and there's something special about him. And he showed it this year. Yeah, that was fun to watch. I felt bad for Lamar because that must have really fucked with him. Like, oh, shit, what's going on? But it's like all DBs. Rookie, rookie, rookie playoffs. Rookie playoffs. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. Like, yeah. we ain't giving these quarterbacks time to grow no more. But, like, we in a microwave society. Who's so we? Every, we as a world, sports oh, world, okay. we're in the microwave society. So get now, in there and perform. Get, get in there, yeah. and if you do mess up, you just ain't got it. <laughs> I, I remember a time where they used to give quarterbacks two years before they even played them. Mm -hmm. I know. You uh, can't do that anymore. They no. don't. So Nobody now, gets redshirted. So now you can't get mad when they mess up early either. No, there's no, no nothing getting mad about yeah. them. I yeah. felt but like I'm just saying, people get, get down on quarterbacks, uh, get down on certain positions when they don't give you. Yeah, well, as fans, don't grow. we're idiots. Remember we're that, fanatics. That's what we are, Right, we're not logs. Yeah. That'd be logical. <laughs> yeah. The is logs. It, but is anybody not within the building of any organization, you don't know a lot of the why? Know your why, Robert Griffin III. But anyone not in a certain <laughs> building, if you're not part of the Chargers or the Ravens, or, then why didn't Joe Flacco play in third down and seven situations? Good question. Why didn't Joe Flacco play when they were down 23-3? to three? Now, I think because Lamar Jackson they brought him back, but I, there's a why that you, we don't all understand because only they do. What could I mean, it have been? Uh, because they, they they already say who they're going with. They're all in. Their Harbaugh, future is Lamar all, Jackson. Harbaugh was all in. Okay. I told people, Joe Flacco, the one thing about Joe, I played against Joe, got all the talent in the world. Joe ain't always emotionally connect to a game. Someone told me this week that he is not a hard worker. Last one, last one in, first one out. Yeah, which like, is not a good look for a quarterback. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. that's what you someone can said. Tell by how he, yeah. his mannerisms yeah. on the field. Yeah, well, we'll see how he is next year for he'll, the Redskins. We'll see if he comes in early. <laughs> <laughs> and and he leave. <laughs> no, he'll be a Jacksonville Jaguar. I see him as a Jaguar. They really? can't pay him. Jaguar. Yeah, right. I can see him as a Jaguar. To, to the Derwin what do you James think? Thing? What do you think he'll demand? I watched this video. I was just. I hate Googling myself. <laughs> well, then don't. I know, but I just want to see I know, but I can't. <laughs> no, I never do, but I saw this. Like, I don't really watch the videos, but it said, Cooley is distraught over the Duran James, or the... Derwin James. Derwin no. James. Distraught or, over or what? Duran, Duran Payne. Duran Payne. Oh, so, so I wasn't distraught. I was just amazed because as Derwin James fell... I was like, this guy's top ten pick. Like, so you were I like, smooth. I, you I, were I kept, like, I kept saying it. Derwin, yeah. I couldn't even believe it. Would, I couldn't would believe we be it. better if we had taken Derwin James? Yes. 
Okay. Yes, because Tim Saddles could play enough. You didn't know you were going to get him at that time. You did. But Ioannidis can play and Jonathan Allen can but play. But you didn't know. But you were going to get. And you don't get playmaking safeties. Exactly. Ever. Yeah. They can cover and play second level linebacker. You just don't get that play. Like, that's a. I don't know how he fell. It was like when John Allen fell the year before. It was the gem of all gems. Right. How do you not and make they, that pick? That and I don't think they planned on making that pick, but he's there, and you look at it and go, oh, my gosh. Fell in your that lap. was the John you know, Allen of this year's draft. They had the John Allen of this like year's draft. It's almost like they need to put Fred Smoot in a draft war room. Did I not say we were going to draft John Allen? The year that we, we, uh, we drafted him, you, 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 you couldn't predict that he would. No, did no, I no, not no, say? No, he did. He did. Say, he did. I, said, I said, I don't yeah. know how it's going to happen because yeah, I said he's a yeah. top five. Smoot-Stradamus said I said, I don't know how it's going to happen. I just feel like this boy's coming home. He did predict that. I knew he was from here. And I said, I got a feeling that he's coming home. And then when I heard about the injury stuff. I like ah yes. Yep. We were ah yes. You're he's like hallelujah. Yeah. Yes. He's coming home. I hope he got a bad toenail. Let him come home. I wanted him so much too, but I knew John from high school, yeah. Yeah. Alabama, yeah. coming yeah. back home. I, well, you know, you know, he the joke. helped me move one yeah. year when he was in Alabama. Yeah. I'm I'm not, he's, back he's, he's a great day. dude. He's like the nicest guy in the no, world. No, he's a great dude. Oh, the no. joke is now we're gonna have to start re- uh, signing Clemson players because we've been loading up on Bama players. That's fine. Now it's like we better just go get That's Clemson fine. players. Hey, man, some stuff, eat, uh, some stuff you don't need to overthink. I, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Early yeah. picks, like I'm gonna tell you what GMs are great at. Anybody after the fourth round that you find me that can add to this team, you made your money. I don't need no great GM to tell me that Darwin James is great. I just watched it. <laughs> like Justin Allen, great. I just watched it. I'll why did, why yeah. did Derwin James slip so much? Off-field stuff. I, 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 I truly don't need know. At the position, maybe. Really? Yeah. All the way down to well, twenty what number? or whatever it was. It was twenty. 20-something. No, it was, no, it was yeah. like the teens yeah. right after. Didn't he go like a pick or two after uh, us? I didn't look it up. I don't know. Derwin James, right? But right. I think it had The Chargers were right after us yeah. because they yeah. didn't make the playoffs last year. Yeah. So they had okay. to be right at the 9 So I think he, he went that way because of the draft order. Like, what needs? Like, if they need a quarterback out of tackle, that's where they're going to go, and he they're going to push he, positions to the ground. He was, he was drafted number 17. 17, okay. And Payne was, what, 15? Something like that. Yeah, he was All right. So here's the here's the exit question tonight. And boys, thank you for coming out. DC Prime Steaks, Steakhouse Confidential. The steaks were juicy. The stories and the camaraderie even juicier. Yep. Get your reservations at DCPrimeStakes.com. Um, before I get your pick for the w- Super Bowl, who's in it and who's going to win it? What's that? Thirteen for Payne. Payne was thirteen. Okay. Before I get your pick for Super Bowl, did you guys see where Sean Payton? Wheeled in their Lombardi <laughs> on did. a stack of two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars in stone, two fifty of stone cold cash, yeah. with two security guards, and said to the locker room, "If you guys want this, win three games." You forgot about the ring. He had the ring, oh, the ring Super in Bowl okay. trophy, okay. and he had the money in the middle. I love it. Now, which Would one you, of those do you think got the attention of the guys? I think it was the money. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> the, money. the money. The young guys looked at the money. The yeah. old guys that had the been rings. there before was looking at the ring <laughs> and the trophy. And, the trophy. Okay. and what he was saying, I don't care which one of these motivate you, but this is the end game. Yeah. Now, do you love that as a, as a player? I love it. I you love like it. that in the coach? I, I would love it. And if you were there in the locker room, would you be all fired up I, for that? Let's make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> Cooley, what would you do? I'd just stay medium. <laughs> <laughs> medium well done. Jim's yeah. it out, man. Let's just play again. It looks like fun. Can't wait to play tomorrow. Cooley always said he hated the, the rah-rah. What did you call it? The clap out or the rah-rah when, or the talk up? No, the end, where it's like something on three. The pep talk. One, two, anything, three. Anything, anything, anything that ends on you're three. You're call them up. Yeah. 
And then some, I know you used to always just hang over there. I well, here, see here's what I didn't like about it. No one ever had anything to say. Well, first of all, <laughs> no one ever had a plan. No one ever had a, a cool initiative. They just said, "It's my turn." Let's go win. It's like, okay, here we go. You, we. Like, we kick them asses, hey, motherfucker. This is our house. I was like, yeah, yeah. This is definitely. <laughs> yeah, we live here last week. Isn't that Under Armour? Or, or we're gonna this make this our house. Like, but, hey, but we okay, did well, have we some. Not coming into our house. Yeah, yeah, original. So wait, I got that. I get. I just watched the Under Armour commercial. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I do think we had somebody, some coaches that would be worse uh, pregame talkers. Like to me, Zorn. Oh. I just. I used to just blank out. I'd be like, this dude. <laughs> Zorn must have been you No, know, you needed – I have all those notes. Oh, oh, no. oh yeah, no, yeah. Cooley kept notes. He's got I a have notebook. All, I have notebooks of every well, every coach said in every team meeting now, since Spurrier, the time I was here. Spurrier was special because you never knew what you were getting for Spurrier. Like, you didn't know what you were getting for Zorn? Zorn, uh, Zorn gave hey, you hold on. Give us a, give us in give college us. one day. <laughs> he, gave you, he gave you this whole story when we went to Dallas about jumping off. The no, I, they go, I remember the remember that. Like, give, what the fuck are talking about? We need to go jump off tomorrow. Give us – Give us into a, the unknown. Sure, Zorn. Give, I think give we us, know a little bit about us what one we're getting Spurrier. into. Give us one Spurrier. I love Spurrier. Give us one. I'm going to do nothing to the old ball, coach. Give us Listen one. Listen to me. Well, well, men. Spurrier was always giddy. Yeah. yeah. Win, lose, draw. Yeah. He's going to play golf two hours later. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, he giddy. He just going to say what he got to say. Give us a little pregame. Ah. Uh, yeah, I'll do uh, it. It's been like 15 years. Yeah, I'm like this. My CTE no, acting up. I know. You just got to give a little something. You're like. Well, man, we're just going to go out and play tonight and throw the ball around. We got to score more points than the other team. Fun out there. That's him. Let's do what we do. We just got to score more points than the other team, boys. I, I, remember, I don't remember the whole thing, but I know it ended with, hey, we get hey, tomorrow Monday. We get paid tomorrow. <laughs> I remember that being said. I totally remember that. That sounds, that sounds that's into that's a T. Yeah, it was great. Boys, wrong, let's go out and win. We get paid on Monday. We get paid on no, I'm, <laughs> can we get played on Mondays? Yeah, we got played. I'm not. Even, I'm not game kidding. Check. If I if I had to have a speech like that before every game or every week, I'd have someone write it for me. <laughs> Why right. not? You got you got bloggers, writers in your own building. You president some doesn't good write his own speeches. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just have someone write. Especially if you like, got I, some I can read the teleprompter. You, you just give me. You just give me seven notes, to t- seven, seven talking seven points. Seven key points, you know. Five key points, and I'll go through it. We ain't beat you, you since 86. You gotta motherfuckers the... raped our sisters. Sure. <laughs> These assholes. They shot me in Denver. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that, no, Joey Porter's rant, which oh, I play all the time yeah, on I Fridays. It. I love it. When he says, they shot me in Denver, yep. y'all want none. Yep. And they all chime in, y'all want none. Who ride, we ride, who ride, we ride, let's ride let's on ride. three. One, two, three, let's, let's ride. ride. You've seen that, right? Oh, man. <laughs> Can I ask how the hell did he get shot in Denver? <laughs> yeah, in the Darren Williams murder. <laughs> like, yeah. What are you? But he that just is, got fired, by the way. Yeah, he I just know. got fired. But why would I like start the thing off with like you know? Guys, because they were going to Denver, they were and Denver. the point was, hey, these this town, yeah. I got shot yeah, here. I got shot. We got we got to win, even though the Broncos had nothing to do with it. Smooth. It was like they shot me in Denver. That's what I'm saying. They just like me coming back to Cooley in the offseason. I mean, during the season, be like, you know what? I got shot at in Philly this offseason. <laughs> we need to hurt these boys. I got a parking ticket in <laughs> Dallas. Yeah, now, let's get these fuckers. Now, hold on. Here's the question. Did they win that game? Uh, yes. They went and went on the Super Bowl. Oh, you I sure thought. that wasn't that wasn't the Tebow game? Nope. Pittsburgh won that game in Denver. Yes, they did. Oh, good. Hey, hey I just want to say, hey, 
Good luck to Tebow. He getting married. Did y'all see that? I saw to it. who? Miss Universe. Miss Universe of 2017. She's got two hyphenated names. He's I about to use the V code. He's about to oh, lose it. Oh, he's about it. to yes, lose sir. it. He's about to cash it. Is he okay. cashing it in? All right, now that we're on this, because we're way into overtime right now, but I like it. <laughs> no, this is we're good. finally on a good, some good material here. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Do you guys think that he has never had sex, Tim I, Tebow? I think I trust him. Yeah. If you I do. ain't never yeah. trust the dude, yeah, he's a choir like, I want him to run for president one day. Wow, okay. You know the better question, is it? What's the better question? Had sex? It's, has he ever had some form, form. of manual yeah. release? Yes. Oh come on! Is he a self-medicator? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we ask. Now he has to self-medicate. He, he has to practice in some kind of way. He, this is not going to be his first. Are you first saying run. has Tim Tebow cranked it before? The, does he? I'm sure he has, but oh. I, also the Orleans. Are you sure? Are you sure? I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, My name's not Fred Tebow. Cooley, what do you think? There's no. You think I he know someone that we both know very well that hasn't is claimed to not have done that since 1999. He's our age. Not, ej- not ejaculated. I'm not going to say in who any way, it is shape, because or form. that's not fair to him. Okay. But he said he's never self-medicated. No. There's no, no way since 1999. Oh, did he? <laughs> hasn't had sex. <laughs> haven't had sex or hasn't no. even cranked it. No, he's had. Okay. Other forms, but he has not done it himself. There's oh no, God. there's no way that Tebow hasn't tested the plumbing. There's no he way. He has to. He has he to had release to, that anger did, somewhere. Did, well, if yeah. he hasn't, where's it going? If he hasn't, can you imagine with Miss that Universe night. on his wedding night? He'll blow her head off. <laughs> what's it gonna be like? It's like <laughs> Spider-Man shooting a web because she'll be like stuck to the wall. Like he's gonna explode. It's gonna be like a volcano. Like, listen to me. He's going to rock the bells. <laughs> It'll be a crime scene. It's going to be every bit of 3.6 seconds. It's, we'll, listen to me. This, this is going to be quick and decisive, okay? If they brought a black light in afterwards. Oh, it it'll be kids everywhere. Room. Like, literally. He's going to get so much DNA. No, not no, fair. No, no. Fair. No, no. He's going to get married. To I promise you. He's going to get married Monday. She will be pregnant next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. He's going to have little Timmy in less little than nine Timmy. months. By the way, I was listening to your show the other day. I heard someone get a call in and they give you Tim Tebow grief. Oh, really? Yeah. In so what regard? Oh said that you said that Tim Tebow couldn't play, and how is Lamar Jackson different? Oh, well, I think there's similar well, come dynamics. On, we don't have to do that right now. Yeah, just, I just thought it was like, a lot of. So like, how can Tebow. Like, yeah, well, I want to explain like, myself. But, but there's a lot of Tebow truthers out there that still think he didn't get a raw he got a raw deal. But that's bullshit. He threw the ball terribly, inaccurately. He had this over-the-top motion where it came out crooked and shit. I think they should have gave him time. I was always one of the oh, people. Oh, please. Again, everybody not they give him now until the end of time, Smoot. Hey, you can draft all nine round, all rounds, and everybody you draft ain't going to be ready to play week, week you one. You know, they didn't run a lot of zone read at that point, though. No, it was not the thing back then. No. Had they had some of the zone read stuff in – the pro system. Imagine him and with the RPO. He could have been a decent goal line option, and that's about it. RPO. Not a full-time quarterback. Could he win the Baltimore, RPO? Baltimore, for all the credit Lamar's gotten, is essentially in Wildcat 70% of their offense. I know. It's it's legitimately he's a running back, and they are in Wildcat. I know. He's got some growing to do. So all right. He's, he's got to grow up. So let's just do this. Who's going to be in the Super Bowl as we sit here on the eve mm. of the divisional round, and who's going to win it? Smoot, you go first. All right. I'm going to call it out all, all the games, what I think going to happen this weekend. Oh, I like I, that. I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to travel to L.A. and leave winners. Wow. I did all my matchup on this team. They got the edge. Everything else is pretty equal besides the defense. Dallas has the better defense. Defense travels, running game travels. I'm going Dallas come back. They're going to come back, and they're going to play the New Orleans Saints in the NFC Championship. 
Now, this is going to be a hard game. It's hard to beat a team twice. Are the Eagles in that game against the Saints or no? I, oh, it's going to be very close. Close game, unlike you, the first matchup. They blew them out the first time. Okay. The Eagles had that on their mind. And they got and they got Big Nick energy right now. They, okay. they, they, they Big fine. Nick Nick. They, they, yeah, Big right. Nick energy right now. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to go to the surprise of the whole playoffs. New England will lose in, wow. in New England. So, the, the regime topples finally. The best team in L.A. is the Chargers. Okay. All right? And – they got this John Elway thing where they're trying to get Phillip Rivers. Get one his, for Phil. They finna get one for Phil. Okay. So, also, after that. And then what about Andy Reid in Kansas City, who has blown big leads now in the playoffs multiple times? And he didn't hurt that for the last two weeks. But the, guess what? Patrick Mahomes don't know nothing about that. He's bad, man. I, even though Andrew Luck is having a spectacular year, and if you don't beat a coach this year, you won't beat them for the next five years. They're about to have a dynasty. So, Chiefs I, Chargers at Arrowhead for the AFC Championship. Yes. Who wins that one? I'm going with the magic of Phil Rivers. Okay. I'm going with the magic all of Phil Rivers. All right, bolts Rivers. all the way in the NFC. It's the Cowboys and the Saints. And I hate to say this. Cooley's going to be really pissed when I say this. Don't even. We're going to have an all-blue Super Bowl. Jesus it's going to be Chargers versus Cowboys. Oh, God, oh help us. Phil Rivers will win that game. Cooley, who do you like? No, Dallas is going to get beat by two scores in L.A. I agree with that. I think I Sean loves this playing against this type of a defense. He's, he, I mean – He's going to eat Dallas alive. With, He'll throw with it, unlike and, 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 and Gurley's healthy. Yeah, he, he, yeah. Well, Gurley's Seattle can't throw it. Seattle plays with – They could have thrown more. They limit their eligibles by 20% every single down because they play an offensive lineman at tight end. Cooper Cup is missing. He is missing, but they've had enough time to figure out you know, how Cooks, to handle that Woods, Cooper Cup situation. Guys. So, they'll be okay with that. I think they run Dallas. Uh, I'm with you on – Eagle Saints. Oh, Eagles-Saints. I think that's actually going to be tough, but I don't think the Saints have enough – or the Eagles can put enough pressure on Drew Brees. Okay. And they don't have the back end. Okay. That, that line's better than people have given them credit for, and, right. and Brees will have a little more time. They can still run it. I like the, I like the Saints. AFC, Colts, Chiefs? <laughs> I can't. Frank Reich's got some magic right now, too. I know it. The Colts are going to be too much offensively. Okay. Um, and – but and I then, wouldn't be surprised. If and Colts, then Chargers, Patriots. And I like the I'm spooned. I like the Chargers in that game. The Chargers okay. are a very good team right now. I don't think they're the best team in LA. Actually, LA, the Rams beat the Chargers this year. But Rams I think it, they're the most complete team. Offense, defense, special team. Right. Rams. That's the weird thing about the Rams. They should be a complete team because they're freaking talented. But, but in Duncan Sue ain't ain't ain't. It's not Aaron Donald. All right, Rams at Saints. Cooley, who do you like? Championship game. Man, that's a pick 'em. Pick 'em. That's a throw it up in the air. Okay, and then the I like Chargers at Kansas City. But if I had to take a Super Bowl team, I, I'm going to take my guy, Sean. I'm going to take the Rams. Okay, fine. The Chargers, you know, what's interesting is I think Kansas City sitting there hoping New England wins that game if they win. I think Kansas they can City beat would England. much rather yeah, play New England. Yeah, they but, would. But, they but, would. The, but the Chargers will beat the Chiefs, in my, in my opinion, in that wow. game. Wow. Second time they'd have beaten them this year. Which, makes it, a tr- which makes it in two years in L.A., an L.A., L.A. Super Bowl, which would be unbelievable. Freaking believable! Yeah. It's like but they Vegas used to play in hockey in yeah. the first year. Yeah, because they used to play in road games. They not they don't got a true home field advantage. So like they say, they look at all of them like road games. And that's what I'm saying. The most complete team, offensive, defensive, special teams, is right now to me is the Chargers. It's uphill for the Chargers though to go to New England and win, and right. then to go to Kansas City. Those are two of the top they five to toughest Ravens. places yeah. to play in the league. All right, boys. I'm gonna make this simple. New Orleans Super Bowl champ. Nobody asked you. I wouldn't be surprised about that. Gorgie, I wouldn't. Here's the cool thing. I'm just playoffs. telling you. Yeah, they're, they're, they're good teams in the playoffs. This is a good playoff. That's yeah, fun. Good I mean, it's storylines everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys. Thanks for coming out. I really hey, appreciate hey, it. I, you I, know? I, 
Well, thanks for the dead see, animal. What, no problem. Hey, we no got problem. all kind of dead animals. <laughs> <laughs> see, we're, we're, guys, we're unlimited. What you guys don't understand is that us civilians, we like talking to ex-NFL players because we still hold you up on that pedestal. Well, you guys played well, in the league. Smooth, but we worked together enough that I, I'm, well, I'm yeah, on the, two pedestals down Well, the, that, the glow is worn off the of you. The like I spent three years <laughs> on. But, but you guys played in a league that all of us as fans on the couch idolize. And we look at you guys like, fuck, tackle football, man. That's crazy shit. So it's got to be a little crazy. Guys. I be like the, the crazy stories. to do it. Yeah, and you're more than a little crazy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>